Minasan, konnichiwa. Welcome to Jarvis in Japan podcast, a podcast where me, Jin-san, talk about Japan, my travels, and life as a, well, a data scientist, a nomad in Japan. But today I'm not talking about Japan. Instead, I'm interviewing my friend, and we're going to talk about Nepal, because we together are doing a little Nepali fundraising project, and we just want to talk a little bit about that today. So, we'll let you guys know. So, first off, I'm going to introduce my friend, Melania. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Melania, uh, and I'm an electrical engineer uh, from the land of Dracula. Dracula? Yes. Where so is Dracula? No, it's a Dracula. Uh, a Dracula? Yes. <laughs> he is the famous vampire from Transylvania. Ooh. And um, currently I'm living and working uh, in Tyrol. Where is Tyrol? Tyrol is uh, the, um, a part of Austria, close to the German border, and uh, there it's surrounded by mountains. Mm. So I can, after work, I can do what I love the most: mountaineering, trail running, climbing, and hiking. Oh, nice! The perfect place for that. Yes. <laughs> the prime location. So now we're going to talk about what is this charity work we're planning to do? What is what are we raising money for? So I think uh, first I should tell you the background story of this. Mm, I'll probably be the best part, uh, right? Like how it started in um so I as I said I love mountaineering, climbing, and um uh, one of my dreams is to complete the seven summits. The seven but, summits. Yes, but um of course before starting that project watch the seven uh, summits before we start that <laughs> that's a new word for me the seven summits it's um the seven highest mountains on each continent no sorry the highest mountain on each continent oh seven like the top okay okay, okay yeah. uh so but of course before doing such project which needs a lot of endurance yeah. energy uh knowledge I, I should have experience at least. Mm. So, uh, this is why two years ago I started um, um, doing some technical climbing, like Gross uh, Glockner via Melet Cigarette. And then this was around 400, so 300 and uh, no, sorry, 4,000, mm. around 4,000 meters. And after that, I also reached the top of uh, Kazbek which was my next challenge because it's above 5,000 meters. Where's that? <laughs> the, this is in Georgia. Uh, Georgia? Yes. Uh, in the Caucasus mm. mountain. And um, now I'm preparing for my first 6,000, which is in Nepal, mm. uh, in the Himalayas, um, not far from the Everest. Uh, so this will be a one-month expedition in April, from the fifth till the twenty-first, twenty-fifth uh, of um, of April, and after that, I would like to stay one more week in Nepal, uh, in Ramachak district, which is uh, uh, two hundred kilometers far from Kathmandu, mm. and um, I would like to spend this time working with children and organizing workshops for them together with you, Daniel. <laughs> mm. So that's the plan, right? <laughs> yeah. So we'll come and meet there and we'll do some workshops for these kids. 
Yeah. Good fun. So as you might know, in, mm. in 2019, I was in Nepal as a volunteer. Oh. I spent okay. two months there. Uh, I, I was teaching mathematics, uh, physics, uh, and embroidery. Embroidery as well. Yes. Ah, look, one moment. <laughs> it's fun to show you because I'm super proud of this. <laughs> now that I stayed one week in quarantine, I think I will finish my embroidery. Oh, nice. This is a um, Gustav Klimt painting. Gustavs. Yes, uh, Gustav Klimt, uh, the famous painter from Austria. Ooh. Okay, so yes. back to back to Nepal. Back to Nepal, and and uh, you know, not only I was the one who was teaching mm. them something, but I also learned many things from them, like uh, about like things about life and mm. how. How to to live um, um, meaningful life. So yes, after that two months, I went home like a um, nice experience. Yes, and uh, now that I have this mm. possibility to go back to Nepal to visit again my friends and students there, I, I would like to do something for them somehow mm. to give them back to kindness what I've received mm. from them. Ah. I'm still receiving because we are in touch and all the time they're asking me how am I doing, that they would like to meet with me. Nice, the powers so, the internet, right? <laughs> yeah, so these were the reasons why I've decided to organize this fundraising. What's the sort of things, one of the more workshops? Is there anything else we're going to bring this time? What's different from before? Yes. So, so as you um, as you know, I organize this uh, fundraising on GoFundMe. My aim is to uh, raise uh, for um, around five thousand um, euros, and then from that money, I would like to buy around twenty-five uh, sanitary pad vending machines and donate to the um, to the schools in Ramachab district. First, I wanted to um, I wanted to mm. do this fundraising to buy uh, PCs mm. for the students, but then I spoke with a um, Germany-based uh, non-governmental organization who has also a what's team. that called? What's it's, their name? Uh, it's Child Aid. Child Aid. Oh, Child Aid. Everyone knows Child Aid. <laughs> Super famous. And, and from them, I heard that uh, maybe. Um, they would need uh, sanitary pad mending, vending machines more ah. than people. Is that an issue in Nepal then? Is it, there's a sanitary issue? Yeah, it is. Ah. And I think they, they don't educate them on that issue as much as we do it in mm. Europe. And this is a, why I would like that our workshops um to be about environmental protection um personal health mm. i think this uh, topic i could i could do the environmental one yeah i'm i do trash collections <laughs> yeah this is why <laughs> i think what is one of the big differences you said it before about you went to nepal you found a different meaning of life what is the sort of difference you found in nepal than to like europe it's in like, the life 
I, I think somehow they are happier than we are. <laughs> yes, because That's... even here in Europe we have you know everything and this is the developed world and we have um, mm-hmm. you know, good health um, system, healthcare system, good education system. So like everything, you know, mm-hmm. but but there, because this is a developing country, the situation is not as good as here. Mm-hmm. They also have a bigger problems with um, environmental pollution. I when I was there, I saw bridges built from trash. Oh, trash bridges! Oh, that's my trash collection group might go crazy about that. <laughs> yes, um, yes, but but. Still, I think they are happier than most of us here. How is how do you and notice they're much more happier? Was it that it's much no, more? Just, uh, let me tell you a story. Mm. So I was there in September, and in September they celebrate the Indajatra. What's that? And uh, it's um it's a Hindu celebration or it's a Nepali celebration. I think it's the biggest in the country. What's his name again? Uh, Indajatra. And then um, mm. they have a the country has a living goddess called as Kumari, and on that day they um, so that girl little girl can come out from her palace from the Kumari Chan and everybody uh, can see her. She is considered to be the most beautiful girl in Nepal, I, I guess. So it's a bit like the Pope in like Rome. He comes out, and everyone's like, "It's the Pope." <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> so I was very happy, you know, because I spent only two months mm. there, and in and you... two months, I also had the possibility to see her. So I was nice. Like, oh my God, <laughs> you will see a living goddess. Then let's go there to the main um, square and then see how she looks like. Maybe mm. I can touch her, I can go close to her. And when I say close, I mean one, two meters far mm. from her. So th- this was my what I imagined before the event. Then I went there and it turned out, okay, Melania, you can see her, but, but only from 200 meters, you know? And, <laughs> Like, ah, there was. Uh, okay, I was. Hmm. Then I went back, uh, and then the next day, I had a presentation in the school, and I told to my children, like they were around 12, 11 years mm. old girls, that oh, I was there, but I was so disappointed because uh, uh, my expectation did not meet the reality, and. Um, <laughs> anyway, it was not a good experience for <laughs> me. And then, then one little girl told me that, uh, but Melania, you are here for two months, and you already had the possibility to see her. But I, I was born here, and I have never had the possibility to see her. So feel lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like <laughs> now, like can you even see her now as well? Like if you go back, like. Be much yes. harder when you think about it, right? It's no, so I was, right? Yeah, so I was thinking that, well, Melania, how, um, what a view do you have about things and mm. life that 
you can see the meaningful things or or the small mm. things the little things the little things that matter yeah. right and and you you were there you saw her and still you are unhappy then the problem must be with me and not with uh things near mm. me ah, so from that it's the little things enjoy the little things like that once in lifetime chats yeah, in japanese yeah. you'd call this ichigo ichize ichie like the once, like Ichigo one chance, like yeah, like do those sort of like chances like that. That's what you call it. That's the word. Okay, so that's been quite informative about this project in Nepal, and I'm going to be joining that project as well during some of the courses. So it's probably a good best. Like, how did we actually meet? Was probably the best one, right? Because <laughs> like I am from the UK. And you're from Romania, well, not Romania, Transylvania. Get it correctly. Okay. And we met in Korea, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> in South Korea. South Korea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, how we met was also super interesting because, <laughs> as I remember, you always had uh, your earphones with you. Yeah. And this is thing. why why I was thinking, and not only me, <laughs> but many other uh, participants in that program, uh, that okay, you are that type of guy who don't want to socialize. <laughs> Even no, more. I, I was just mental. I was just mental. My Japanese learning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After that, of course, you figured out, and everything was super fine, and we really had a great time together. Yeah, because but... we met properly at like a baseball game, right? Yeah, yeah, baseball game, and after baseball that chicken. we we visited the Korean village, I guess. Where mm. uh, oh yeah, the village, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, where they uh, do it's um make the movies. Hmm, it was super super hot. Super. Yes. It was like <laughs> Korean summer, like over forty degrees, and we're just Europeans. We're baking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, and after that, so this was in Korea, but after that, you also visited me in Romania. Yeah, because I was traveling before I moved to Japan, luckily. Yeah. Like, I traveled most of Europe before I went to Japan. I was like, one stop, let's hit off in Romania and see Romania. Let's see how Romania is like. It's like one of the places I wouldn't think of going as in Europe, right? It's like the other side, but it was a good experience. Like, just meeting friends makes it so much better, right? Yes, and you learned to do the zakuska. <laughs> yeah, the fukuska, the sake, <laughs> the alcohol of Romania. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, that was fun. I think you are my first and only friend who uh, who did the zakuska. <laughs> I well, mean, I hold... it's, a very, it's a very famous food, but mm. I've never heard something just... or someone doing this. Yeah, but that's like me. When I go to foreign countries, you got to try all the foods possibly you can. Like, all the things you can't get at home. It's the best thing to do, right? <laughs> so what are some of the things that you tried in Nepal, then, or you don't get? Um, so actually, there were a lot of things, like uh, meditation mm. and yoga. Oh, you did meditation? Was... Yes, yeah, but... You do them in Germany, right? Meditation, yoga. But like foods and stuff, what are some foods you tried in Nepal you can't get? 
Oh my God, Daniel! <laughs> I mean, there were of course a lot of food, but I forgot. I guess. Okay. Maybe okay. there was some. No. Mm. Okay, we um, can cut that bit. <laughs> <laughs> so before we end, because we're coming up to twenty minutes, this is Ginger Japan podcast. So we've got to talk a little bit about Japan in this. So you want to come to Japan, right? So what's yes. something you want to see when you come to Japan? Yeah, it's like Japan always was on my bucket list. You know, it's a different culture, different mm. people. And of course, me as a person who likes cultural diversity and meeting people, then sharing uh, knowledge. Mm. Of course, it's on my bucket list and I want to visit. Hopefully, I can do it in this year, if not in next year. Mm. Uh, but when I go there, I want to do it in a different way, you know, not just going there, then staying in an all-inclusive hotel. Then maybe yeah, get the Shinkansen, zoom around super quick. Yeah, exactly. So so I want to do it on, on a way that I will remember and not many people are doing it. So this is why if you are in, I would like to cycle with you from Tokyo to Kyoto. Yeah, the Tokaigo. Yes. <laughs> the famous the famous Japanese road from Tokyo from modern long long time ago, Edo, to Kyoto. You can do it on foot, but doing it on bikes much better. <laughs> yeah, you know I did this um the El Camino two the times Altami- by foot. The El Camino, what's that? El Camino, Jakobsweg in German. It's a it's a pilgrimage way uh in Spain. So oh, we start from France and then goes to Santiago de Compostela, which is in Spain. And I did and I did this one more time from Portugal. <laughs> so only by walking, you know. And now that How long did that take? I take the first time because I the first time I did from I walked from Leon to Santiago mm. de Compostela. And then from the, uh, Santiago to the Atlantic Ocean mm. to Finisterra, which is considered to be the the end of the world. It was considered in <laughs> the last. Yeah. Uh, so we found I, the Americans like ah. Oh. <laughs> uh, it was uh, totally 400 kilometers, and it took me around 21 days. 20. And then the second time I was faster. I walked from Porto to Santiago de Compostela to uh, 170 days in seven days. Seven days. So 21 yeah. days and seven days. So it's good. you're getting better, right? But on bike, I don't know how long it would take. It'd probably take about a week, maybe a week or two in Japan. Yeah, but, but you want to see that. stuff as well, right? You want to like, travel and see a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe hike Mount Fuji. We'll see. <laughs> If we could, that'd be great, right? Is it maybe this is a weird question, but is it possible to go up to the Fuji? Yeah, you can climb out my Fuji, it's the most hiked mountain in the world. Ah, okay, then we will do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's seasons where you come, and before like last year it was closed, it should be fine this year, but it depends what sort of season you come in. Like in summer, it's fine, but in winter, it can't go. It's just snowy and too dangerous. Oh, yeah. 
So that has ended the today's podcast of Jin Japan. Come to 20 minutes and today I interviewed my friend Melania because we are doing an exhibition or a fundraising to Nepal to well, teach some kids in Nepal. And hopefully it'll be a, get the funding and it'll be a great experience for the kids in Nepal. So, Minasan Saigo, man, kids consider. Arigatomashita. Jane. Say ciao. Okay. <laughs>